ready to do the show? You ready? (laughs) Ready? You ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm not ready. (laughs) Now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. All right. Now I'm ready. You ready? Yes. All right. Welcome to another stop on the Michelle Mission, ladies and gentlemen. Two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. I am your host, Vincent Williams. It's also Wednesdays 8 to 10 on gtownradio.com, and I'm joined as always by... Yo, what's up? Highlight your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles, man. And to this evening, tonight, this, this evening. episode... We are going to spend an hour with, how would you even describe, like, like, I, like I almost want to say a black classic, a black camp classic, The Beloved. I think you can say The Beloved, The Beloved Black Film, <laughs> Belly. Unless you are finishing the beloved black film, Beloved, there's no reason. <laughs> no, well, we'll talk about that. Hype Williams' directorial debut starring uh, Nasir Jones, otherwise known as Nas, DMX, uh, Terrell Hicks, Tion T-Boz Brown. Mm-hmm. With Method the, Man. Me, an appearance by Method Man. We have uh, Belly, but before we have any business... I have a little piece of business. A little business? Uh, Just a little bit of business. We were talking before we hit record, and you you were thinking about a movie that you wanted to uh, select for next week. Now, next week, we actually already have a guest. Okay. Because next week is when we are going to – it's next week? I'm pretty sure it's next week. It may be the week after that Leanne Lindsay is going to be coming in with um, Talk to Me. But – but you were looking for the movie that you wanted to do next week, and you came across a movie. Um, uh, what was it called? Mother of George. Mother of George. Mother from of 2014. George. Yes. Uh, Sundance uh, Film Festival Darling. Yes, it was. Starring Danae Guerra. Yes, uh, yes. The, uh, Michonne of The Walking Dead. Yes, yes. And you were iffy on selecting that film i was but primarily because you didn't believe that it fit the criteria of the films that we were well i'm not sure i'm not sure i I think uh you you know when you look at our sort of mission statement and and you look at what you you know at least i'm comfortable talking about how this connects connects to culture Mm -hmm. and history we have stayed exclusively within the realm of african-american films Almost exclusively. Almost exclusively, because we did talk about the Queen of Cotway, and, and mm-hmm. you know, just off mic, we did talk about whether or not, you know, how I felt about that. Right. So, so that that was my hesitation. So, do you feel that our our raison d'être should be to just review African American films, I or mean, because it's, technically it says two men, two one podcast, right? Every, every black, black film, film that ever made. Well, you know, I will say this. I. I, I I'll speak for me. Okay. I feel comfortable talking about African-American films. You know, I have a bit of a background in African-American history and African-American literature. And, and, you know, one thing I, you know, I I know enough about other, other artistic expressions from the diaspora Mm -hmm. that every place is different. Right. 
And I, 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 you know, I don't necessarily feel comfortable looking at something like, um, you know, the harder they fall, for instance, the Jimmy Cliff film. Okay. You know, Jamaican film, seen it three, four times, like it a lot. I don't know how comfortable I feel kind of dissecting that, putting it back together, doing a whole bunch of stuff with it as I would something like, um, School days, okay, if you will. But you know, that's me, and we'll be here a while. <laughs> we will be. <laughs> it, it's not. It's not for lack of African American film, right? 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 To right. review, but I did. Th- I, I I thought that was kind of interesting because I am. I'm of the mindset to just say, well, yeah, let's we just should be reviewed. Just film. just open it wide open. Yeah, but um. <clears throat> but I also understand your reasoning, right? Or like Black Orpheus, yeah. You, you know, yeah. Because I don't really know enough about Brazilian culture and mm-hmm. certainly Black Brazilian culture and issue. Or City of God, City of God, City of is, God is a really good one, which is another one because that- I, w- I could definitely see us reviewing that film. But you're right; it right. is you don't. We're not steeped in the culture. We're not steeped. However. In the culture. Isn't that the reason why we watch such films for um, the the peek into a culture that we are, you know, are heretofore unknown? No, no, no. That I'm not saying we shouldn't watch them, like just as viewers and Mm -hmm. and fans. I'm saying, and and again, I'm going to lean on the ah. I don't know how much. I have an informed opinion to add mm-hmm. to a conversation about City of God or Black Orpheus. Okay. As opposed to something where I feel, you know, like I feel like barbershop. I know enough about black barbershops and black men's hair and, you know, everything that goes along with that to mm-hmm. talk about barbershop. Right. Or, you know, beloved, like we just mentioned, and, you know, sort of the history of of chattel slavery in the continental United States. Mm-hmm. And I can talk about that a little bit, but you know, oh, well, so I don't know if I would pick one of those films. However, and and I'm not exactly sure if I would either. I, I, okay. I have a funny feeling that I might pick one or two along, right, right. This, along this track. And, but that's by our definition. Of yes, absolutely. Black Certainly, any guest that comes and sit on sure. the show, if that's the film that they want to bring to the table, um, then by all sure. means, as long as it was a feature film. Yeah, and again, those are black films. Yeah, they are. Decided. They're just not African American films. Right. Which you know, again, back to my point, I don't know. You know me. I, I don't, don't want to waste nobody's time. That's true. <laughs> like we just spent twenty minutes before we start taping talking about television shows and what I'm watching and what I'm not watching and what you're watching and what you're not watching. And it's like the subtext that's barely subtext is the line of demarcation between the this stuff that we watch is is this worth my time? Right. So, you know, I'm well aware that we get on here every week for an hour, a little over an hour, and people spend that time with us. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Yeah. So. That's nice. And I feel like me talking about Black Orpheus for 45 minutes might be a waste of time. Good point. So. I agree. There you go. Um, we asked a question last week, our, our uh, Michelle Mission question of the day. What was the best 
movie to TV adaptation? Yes. We didn't get any answers, but um, <laughs> come on, y'all. Come on, y'all can do better than that. We did. We didn't get any answers. That's terrible. Nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody. Y'all cared. should see Lin. Linzovi's got his hood over his head. Lin, y- y'all made Lin sad. They did not care about my question. You are terrible, and you should feel terrible about yourselves. At all. But <laughs> in looking it up, I was surprised. Okay. And I guess it just doesn't even dawn on me. There have been tons of movie to TV adaptations, but the majority of them have been animated. Oh, that's interesting. I, we didn't even think about didn't that. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. You know I, mean, what I mean, Barbershop, Black Dynamite. Wait a minute, Barbershop? Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. there was a Barbershop. I mean, Friday. Remember, there was a Friday cartoon. A very short-lived Friday. Short-lived short- Friday cartoon. Right. Because I was about to say, because Barbershop was a yeah, TV yeah. adaptation. You know what was good? Here you go. Talk about, oh, is this a black movie or not? And I don't even know if I could bend it enough to make it a black movie. What was the name of the movie with Bill Murray, but then Chris Rock oh, and David Hyde Pierce? Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. That's not a black film. That's not a black That's movie. not a black film. Even though it stars a black guy? It stars a black voice. <laughs> it stars a black voice. Really, the live person in there is Bill Murray. I loved Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones was fun. Yeah. That was fun. It was, uh, yeah, Lawrence they- Fishburne. Oh, he was the he was, um, the he was the villain. He was the villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun because David Hyde Pierce was yeah. Like, he was like this capsule. Yeah, yeah. That that was a good. That and was, then they turned that into a cartoon that was surprisingly good. I, yeah, I think I caught a couple of episodes yeah. of uh, uh-huh. of Osmosis Jones. That actually wasn't bad. Yeah, that actually was not bad. You know, but in in thinking about movie to TV adaptations and in realizing that so many of them were animated. That just brought me along to the one that probably stayed in lockstep with his tongue placed uh, uh, permanently in his cheek was Black Dynamite. Oh. I mean, I think, I honestly think the the series was better than the movie. And I I love the movie. I think the series was way better than the movie. And the series was insane. Like every every episode, I had one of my boys, we used to text. Like through it, because remember it came on like Sunday nights, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. late, and we would text all through it, and then the next day we talk to each other and say, "Did we just see what we like? Did did that actually happen on Black Dynamite, or did we imagine it? Because Black Dynamite was buck wild. Yes, it was. So yeah, yes, it was. So if we're including um, cartoons, I, I might say Black Dynamite. Yeah, I gotta say Black Dynamite easily, easily, hands down. And I don't even care about the le- it beats any live action one too. Yeah. Mash too. Yeah, it's better yeah. than Mash because Black the cartoon is better than Mash. That's right. I'm Black Dynamite lasted that. two seasons. Yes, it did. And those two seasons were were uh, uh, the equal and maybe even slightly better in tone and matching to the movie than the first three seasons of Mash to that movie because after the first three seasons of the Mash, Mash was still good, but it wasn't the same. There you go. Less crazy. All right. <laughs> That's enough of that rambling. Vince will uh, end the show this week with uh, the next Michelle Mission question of the day. Okay. And watch all of you answer Vince's oh question. Um, but until then, we are going to turn our gazes towards 
Belly. Early 1990s, there was no bigger video director than Hype Williams. A lot of ways, Hype Williams really kind of created the look of um, early 90s hip hop and R and B. So it really only seemed logical that he would expand into feature films. Mm -hmm. And his first foray, and perhaps his last, is the film Belly. Belly centering around two childhood friends who've now grown up and you know have entered into a life of crime you have sincere played by in my mind the greatest mc who's ever lived nas and his best friend tommy slash buns played by not the best mc who's ever lived dmx the two of them get into various misadventures and various crimes and two until their paths lead them very different ways that eventually come back together. Nas, DMX, Terrell Hicks, Tion, T. Boz Brown of TLC, 1998's Belly. Lynn, this was your choice. Yes, and it's a Tion, uh, T. Boz Watkins. Watkins, I'm I knew, sorry. I knew Brown didn't sound right. Uh, yes, this, it, you say that, you know, they get into misadventures, misadventure, crime, misadventures. That 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 almost sounds like like this is like the live action of Osmosis Jones <laughs> to say that they got into misadventures. Oh, these rap scallions, rap scallions. Yes. Anyway, so I chose this movie. Yes, you did. When this movie came out in like ninety eight, ninety nine, yeah, like that, yeah. You know, it was all the talk because, like you said, Hype Williams, he was the look of music videos. Right. All the fisheye lenses. And, yeah, yeah, big time, man. And greasing down everybody so that they could, you know, shine in, in the in the light. And you saw the key lights in people's eyes and all the, all the music videos and stuff like that there. And, and also another trope of a lot of his videos was that as much as the videos would be um, – you know, set to, you know, to give the performer their best light. There was always some kind of loose narrative running through his yes. videos, you know. Um, and a lot of times the narratives would be would be basically stolen from maybe the latest mob, mob movie. Right, or, right, you right. Know. A lot of casino, a lot of good fellas. A lot uh, of good fellas. Yeah. Or or the or we were just the guys chilling in the strip club. 
Yes, yes, yes. So that basically was the story wise, that's where his videos the the realm in which his videos were usually set. Right, right, right. And it is only fitting that in this movie, from the very beginning, you are returned to what Hype Williams is known for. You are turned immediately into a strip club yes. with the key lights, with the greasy bodies, with the um, with the strobe and 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 night lights, making everybody look all very alien and sophisticated. Only now, since it's a it's a movie, it's a feature film as opposed to a music video, he doesn't have to have the women, you know portraying themselves as strippers but wearing bikinis no they can be fully unclad as they are in the actual strip clubs in this in this opening scene which is a precursor for what you are going to see in the rest of the film because there's probably only three scenes in the rest of the film in which women have any clothes on Mm. Um, but that's Another story. We'll <laughs> stick a pin. We'll stick a in, pin in that. In that. When this movie came out, I did not see it. And the reason why I did not see it is because despite the striking image that Nas or Nas and DMX have both um, made in their music videos at the time. Right, you know, especially DMX with his his rough exterior and yeah, everything yeah. like that. His videos were definitely played up to to uh, to emphasize that. Yes, to to maximum effort. Right, and right. and the same with uh, Nas. Especially, it worked well with Nas because Nas, you know, outside of his videos is a very unassuming looking guy. Right. So you needed the videos to kind of like build him up. And right. that's what a lot of his videos did. So they had presence in their music videos. Yes. But they did not have presence to the point where I felt that I needed to see them <laughs> speak dialogue. Right, 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 right. Because they never spoke dialogue well, in no, their videos. No, they just lip sang the songs that the video was for. Pretty much. And 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 the two of them, well, while you're right, they're on different spectrum as far as lyricism yes. goes. With DMX looking looking up from way below yes. at Nas. What the two of them, however, share <laughs> is a both pretty much have one basic style with their rhymes. Okay. DMX has just got the the burst and the what? Yes, yes. What? A dog's going to do things that dogs do, apparently. But Nas is very staccato. Yeah. Very staccato. It, it's the reason why it, the, the few and um, far between times Nas flips his styles, hits you very strong, is because they are very few and very far between. Mm. He, Nas, you know what you're going to get when Nas comes on. It's going to be lyrics. Lyrics. Lyrics are going to be tight. For days. For days. But they're just going to be straight on. Like, just because this is not son, what I do, son. And that's what it's going to be. So that <laughs> is what these two individuals are bringing to the table act 
acting wise, you're showing a great deal of restraint in this right movie. Now, Lynn. I'm I'm proud of you. Now, <laughs> with that, typically what will happen, knowing that you have two, for the most part, novice actors yes. as your leads in your film. Novice, that's a good word. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> typically what will happen is that you will then stock the rest of you, your you, film. You, you surround them. You surround yeah, them yeah, 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 yeah. with stronger supporting Right, actors. right. You make sure that their hand is spades tight. Exactly. So you don't... Right, right, exactly. right. That's what you... It reminds me of um, a very young Mackay Pfeiffer in Crooklyn. Yes. Surrounded by strong actors. Clockers. A clockers, yes, excuse me, yes. yeah, clockers, right. Surrounded right. by strong actors, right, right, right. Upon right. which his his energy could bounce off of, right. Harvey Keitel, Delroy Lindo do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yes, in this movie, <laughs> you have T. Boz. Are you saying that T. Boz is not as good of an actor as Delroy Lindo? <laughs> no. <laughs> You have Nas and DMX are buttressed up by T Boz and 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 Terrell Hicks, Method Man and Terrell Hicks and Terrell Hicks. Now, yeah. where do we know the name Terrell Hicks from? The only other thing I know her from besides this, and let's be clear, I know Terrell Hicks from Belly, but then it's like, oh right, she was also in a Bronx Tale. Yes. But I know her from Belly. Because <laughs> she is, quote unquote, a ghetto ASS Naomi Campbell. Yes, <laughs> she is. That's from the script, also written by Hype Williams. Mm-hmm. However, that could easily have been pulled from one of umpteen number of reviews of this film. <laughs> so now you've got so I'm just I'm giving you the recipe. So you've got Nas and DMX. Yes. Novice actors. N- novice. Novice. Novice actors. actors. You've got Terrell Hicks and T Boz. Terrell mm-hmm. Hicks, she made her bones in uh, a Bronx tale. Yes. But a Bronx tale at this point was a few years ago. Yes. And obviously maybe more than a few auditions ago. Yes. So she basically is the eye candy in this movie. You've got T-Boz, another person. I don't know if this was her acting debut, but it certainly was, you know, not her 100th film. And then... You have the man who would turn out to be the best actor in this film, Method Man. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, and I love Method Man, one of my 10 favorite rappers of all time. But I'm damning him with faint praise when I say that he is the best actor in this movie. Because there are more than a few other like uh, Jamaican actors in this film who probably are just as good. I just can't understand what they're saying. You know who else I like? And, and we'll get to him. This is the second and I think the only other film that Tyron Turner is in. Tyron Turner. Is that um, that's big. big. St. Louis yeah. Kingpin. But we all know him from Minister to Society. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. See I wasn't even thinking about him. 
I was thinking about the guy, and I can't, and I, and I'm sorry, I can't bring his name to mind. There's the guy that gets shot in this movie that would then go on to um, the wire. Right, 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 right. And I can't, I can't bring him to mind. And he was, and he's good for, but he's only given very little to do in this. Sure. Um. So you've got all of that, and you've got hype Williams directing a movie. The man's got a way with a camera. He's got a way with visuals. He's got a style. One thing you know, a hype Williams. You've got is he's got a style. Yeah. But he's also wrote the script. Yes. And they read it. There are, I mean, he wrote it and he wrote the screenplay based on a story that he put together with uh, Nas. Yes. And uh, Anthony Bowden. Yes. Um, okay. This is one of the dumbest movies. <laughs> Is this your first time seeing it? It's my first time seeing it. Is this your first time seeing it? First time Delhi? seeing it. That's the reason why I chose it. I was like, uh, I've never watched it. This is the re- this is the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, with movies like this. Oh, see, that's what your problem is. No, see, see, no, 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 no. Because I tried to watch this uh, movie from the 1999 lens. No, yeah, you gotta. No, no, hear yeah. me out. Hear me out. Watching this from a 1999 lens, yeah. I can appreciate some of the visuals. I can. I certainly can. And I can certainly appreciate some of the attempts at, at you know, some forward-thinking yeah. action-wise. But ultimately, there is no energy. Because because it, because he do, he's doing a music video, yes. there's no energy see, to the direction. See, the problem with watching it fresh in 2017... Because let's be clear, in 1998, this was a terrible movie. (laughs) And everyone said, this is a terrible movie. But it's so over the top in the Hype Williams visuals. Mm -hmm. And and Hype Williams, you you know, like every scene is very color coordinated. and, And Nas is so just sort of lackluster as a lead. Oh God! And DMX is so over. You know, I think, and then back me up on this. I feel like there's always been a certain amount of affection for Belly because it was so awful. But like you could tell, everybody in it was trying so hard. You think so? Oh, I think everyone in here tried no. really hard. No, no. You know what it is? And I wrote this down. This is Black Xanadu. This is the black version of Xanadu. No, it's not. Because it, they weren't trying in Xanadu. Oh, I think they... Oh, I, Xanadu oh, is Olivia newton Yes, I think Xanadu, they thought they were actually doing something. Like, they went and got Gene Kelly for Xanadu. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think they thought that they were going to... Like, we're going to take this and, and the Greek muses. Okay. And we're going to make... But we're going to have some... But we're going to make it to modern times. It's going to be roller disco. And you could tell, like, people actually thought they were doing something. And Belly, they try so hard to be positive at the end. And where the I'm hey, so, I'm sorry, you got to go with it. No, you don't. You do. Belly is almost Belly is almost to the point where it's magic realism. Like it's stuff happening. It's stuff happening. It's stuff happening. It's like sort of regular stuff happening. And then all of a sudden, it's an elite Jamaican kill squad headed by Shakita. 
the masked Jamaican assassin in a one-piece bathing suit and a leather trench who has the super assassin powers of jumping and using a knife. And that scene was boring. How, as you just said it, it's an elite Jamaican kill squad going after one dude. Say it again. Elite Elite Jamaican Jamaican kill kill squad. squad. You're right. It sounds like it should be epic. It sounds like it should be it should be the inverse of of the 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 climactic scene and Scarface. Here's here, here's the thing. It's so boring. The execution is terrible, but the fact that they said we should have an elite Jamaican kill squad and it should be headed by the lead assassin. I think her name is Shakita. Yeah, Shakita. Shakita, like right? And she wears a leather uh gimp mask, or. DMX gets sent to Jamaica to assassinate Sosa, the Jamaican drug lord who's the rival of the American Jamaican drug lord, and he has a a, a mohawk made out of feathers. How can you not love this, Lynn? Like, how can you not say, this is the silliest damn thing I've ever seen in my life, but you know what? I'm just going to go with it. No. I'm not going to go You're with it. You're not going to go with it? Because my brain was melting as I was watching this movie. This movie is so dumb. The story makes absolutely no sense. There's no sense at all. Hey, Sincere read some books. He read a book. He got, well, he had knowledge himself, but then he realizes that they doing knucklehead stuff, and now him and T are going to Africa. What part doesn't make sense, Lynn? <laughs> Hey T, let's go to Africa. Let's go to Africa. 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 At least once once a month, I look to my wife and I say, "Hey T, let's go to Africa." Africa. Well, there was one poignant scene, right? When he says about <laughs> going to Africa, he says like, "Like you don't want to get out. Like we've been to the islands. <laughs> no, we've said, been everywhere. We've been everywhere. <laughs> we've been everywhere. We've been to the islands." <laughs> We've been, been everywhere. everywhere. See right there, it tells you that's poignant. This is a parallel universe yes. where no other place exists. Exactly, but the islands. Exactly, we've where been we've a, been. We've been to the islands, and, and you know, by the islands, he means Staten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure they've traveled. Yes, yes, because Manhattan is an island. Right, right, right. We've been <laughs> to the islands. We've been everywhere. You know, it's. Ter- I mean, it's 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 a terrible movie, but. It is. It, I, there's no fun in this movie, though. I think there's unintentional fun. No, no. Like, no, you can tell no. that these MCs, this is their first acting job, and they are acting out. Like, DMX is acting out his Joe Pesci fantasies. Like, he wants to be Joe Pesci in Goodfellas so badly. And he's just, and, and you know, can I just tell you my DMX thing? Go ahead. I never liked DMX. Was never a DMX fan. Never, ever, ever liked DMX. You know when I start liking DMX? When I realize that DMX talks, he speaks exactly like he raps. Yes, he does. So the DMX, this is just how he talks. <laughs> and once I learned that about DMX, I love DMX. Really? Oh, because. Why would that make you love him? Because that is the silliest tick I've ever heard in my entire life the fact that DMX talks just like this no matter what the context is is the stupidest silliest thing I've ever heard in my life 
The, the, the DMX is, uh, annoys me. <laughs> because he doesn't talk like that in real life. He talks like that in, in when he's being interviewed. But he doesn't talk like that in real life. I, I bet he didn't talk like that all the times he was in in jail. I bet he did. All the times he was up in court. I bet he did. I bet he didn't. See? That's below the belt. You bring it in his personal life. That's well, not, okay. That's uh, not nice. Uh, that's, uh, that's not nice. That's right. not nice. That's not nice. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Talk about the women. Because I thought you made an interesting point about the women. And here's the other reason, and maybe and, and maybe this is the 2017 in me talking. Okay. But here's the other reason why this movie cannot be over the top just fun. Okay. Because this movie is 100. percent It is like it is like almost every rap video of of that time. Yeah. It is a is a misogynistic dream. Because all it is is just women rolling around with the um, with cameras, either looking up their butts or looking down their shirts, okay. and um, and lamenting about the their life through the through the uh, through the vision of where can me and him go. Where can he take me? Right. None of them have a- absolutely zero agency for themselves. I mean, T-Boz, when, when T-Boz and Keisha are together talking, which is everything. To, I actually wrote in my notes, T-Boz and Keisha talking on the street is everything. Because Keisha, who was Buns or Tommy, because he has two names. And can he choose a name? Ask me is why. Is Tommy, is Bundy, is Buns? Ask me why the script has him have two names, Lynn. Ask me why. Why does the script have him have two names? I have no idea. I've been watching it for 20 years. I have no idea why they call him Tommy and Buns. But Keisha. I can tell you why. Play by Terrell Hicks. Ask me why. <laughs> Ask me why he has, he has three names in this movie. Why does he have three names in this movie, Lynn? Because Hype Williams kept forgetting <laughs> which character he was writing. Anyway, Keisha goes and she calls up Tion, and they have a conversation about the respective men in their lives because Tion plays Sincere's wifey, mm. and they have a little baby girl, Kenyon. Oh, did they say the baby's name? They did. See, 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 see? Because see, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> oh yes, her name was Kenya. Cause they're going to Africa. Mm. Africa. You gotta say it like Nas. Africa. And T says to um Keisha, you know, I'm happy with sincere, but that's cause I'm happy. Mm. Like if I was unhappy, then I couldn't be happy with sincere. I had to be happy with myself. Mm. And when them dudes come into her house, she pulls out her little cute lady gun out the purse. <laughs> Cause she's a lady, so she has a lady gun. You ain't said nothing. <laughs> you have said absolutely. All nothing. jokes aside, I agree with you, and and I do think that, like you, that that is more reflective of this time in hip hop and mm-hmm. hip hip hop videos mm-hmm. and hip hop culture. Although I did think, you know, I think you you do get this very sort of um simplistic simplistic almost dichotomy between Keisha and 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 Buns and and you know they have this kind of quote unquote ghetto fabulous relationship that's okay. filled with drama and cheating and all this whereas it's funny like Nas Nas's character sincere and T they live in like like you know this this almost suburban house and the yeah. lights are very warm and and you know it's always like you know sincere is different cuz they always show sincere reading a book Yes, and he's wearing glasses. Good with glasses, he's wearing glasses because he's different. So, and it's very simplistic. It's very simplistic. I mean, 
it's simplistic. That's simplistic. And Shakita is is the head of the elite Jamaican kill squad. You're going to keep coming back to Shakita. <laughs> Shakita is your girl. You're going to ride or die with Shakita. I just love the fact that the whole Jamaican subplot is just sort of there. Yeah. Like it doesn't really it do does anything with the It does nothing to the story. Plot, conv- convolute everything. I, I, I guarantee it, Hype Williams got free tickets. I'm about to, to say, Hype Williams sought the studio in the flying of Jamaica. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And he's and the reason why he put Africa in there is because they thought they were going to go to Africa. They couldn't even. They, they never even show they it. They don't even show like, like a fake scene of right, Africa. Right. It, like he just talks they do a voiceover from Africa I can't believe I opened my eyes and I was here it's a different color blue the clouds look different the trees are a different color green now you have to take his word for it because they don't show because you're because you're looking at Manhattan at <laughs> right, New Year's Eve right 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 but he's talking about Africa. Africa and the whole plot where Buns goes undercover to assassinate the minister who is in no way anything to do with Mr. Louis Farrakhan at all. True. And any similarities that you see between the two, th- that's just that's just you. That's you. That's you. Played by Ben Chavis. But where does he come from? The minister, that comes in the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie. All of a sudden, there's this plot to, for this minister. Well, I think Sincere was reading his book. I think that was his book, Sincere. Was no, reading. it wasn't. <laughs> Don't don't try that. Don't go there. It wasn't this minister. All of a sudden, this minister has to be off by this by this this white man. Who, first of all, he was working for the agency. He how, said it. He's working for the agency. How come everybody can find and can find Bun when he's on the run for the multiple the 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 the, the bodies that he leaves in his wake <laughs> from New York to Atlanta. Well, well, Everybody can find him, including this mysterious white guy well, who you don't see. They say But it. the law can never well, find him. They say and I actually thought this was very realistic. It's like every dumb criminal you've ever met in your life. He was in Hodden. And where was he hiding? At his stepmother's house. Yeah. Remember they say he was at his stepmother's house. I was like, that doesn't seem like a good place to hide. He was laying low. Oh, this this movie is so it's just, you gotta let go, Lynn. You gotta go with it. It hurt me, man. You gotta let you gotta go with it. I can't. I can't go with it. I and I really like. I said I tried to watch it through that 1999 lens, and it was just still. It was it was silly and stupid and over the top. And and I don't mind over the top, but over the top with a with a sense of purpose and sense that you know you're being over the top i don't think they did i think hype williams thought he was laying the smack down with yes John. he thought he was this was gonna I'm be his break this I was his godfather this was his goodfellas this yes. was his scarface yes that's what he you could not tell that man nothing yeah and this movie i mean i was, made the video for get money <laughs> oh my god this, i mean oh and i can't stand the rain and like I say, various other nineties hip hop. It's videos. just so lifeless. This movie and the and the dialogue. I mean, everybody gets on Quentin Tarantino. I think you could give yourself liver poisoning if you had a drinking game for every time they say the n word in this movie. It's used a lot. It's not used a lot. <laughs> it's used as a comma. It is all over. I mean, and it's not just the guys. It's the women, too. 
The women also have potty mouths. Although I find I, I found tea cursing kind of charming. I look, I like myself some tea vibes. Yes. But I think this was the beginning <laughs> of the end of T Boz. Because you know there was a there was a point where remember the, the, remember there was a point where T Boz was actually voted one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. I think by Essence or People magazine. Right, something, something like black. That. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and no, I actually think it was a white man. White people said, uh uh-uh. uh. White people said it. Watch out. And and, the, and she earned it because yes. she 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 is a beautiful woman. Yes. But it, there was some point not long after that. That she started to take a, a well, little, you know she had sickle cell anemia. Well, that uh, that don't mean anything. She's got she got money too, so she got medicine. Right. So you she she's doing fine. I'm not gonna hold that against her. Say, Leave T-Pies alone. That, that, I'm just saying. I think this was the beginning, not the end. <laughs> you you think Belly triggered her disease? I think it did. I wouldn't be surprised. It it damn near triggered something in me. <laughs> so let's accentuate. Do we have to? What, is there anything what, that you like? No. There's nothing. Po- okay. No. I will take that back. All right. I'll take that back. Terrell Hicks is a very attractive woman. She fine. And there were scenes. She like a ghetto ASS Naomi Campbell. Right here. <laughs> That's the word on the streets. <laughs> there were scenes when it was a pleasure to sit there and look at Terrell Hicks. Look yes. at her face. Yes. Look at her body. There's not, there's not a part about her that is unattractive. Except that, uh, just like T-Boz, she was adorned in many crowns of wigs in this movie. Yes. Outside of that, it was a pleasure to watch her in yeah. this movie. Not watch her act, but to see her. Just to to see have her. her on the screen. It was a it's pleasure. Good looking woman. Yes. Yes. And there's a scene... Where Nas, near the end, because he's grown some level of enlightenment from his pamphlet that he calls the book. We're going to Africa, T. Africa. When he goes to back to the hood and he sits on the bench with a young guy named Shorty. Yes. 12 years old going on 20. Yes. And if you hear Shorty talk, you can see that he's going on 20. Yeah. And in that little scene, not Nas, but watching the, the the young guy playing Shorty, yeah, that was a pleasure. Yeah, he was a young little dude who actually had a presence. Yeah, I would have wouldn't have mind watching him for the rest of that movie, yeah. most of that movie. You know, all jokes aside, I, I I understand the instinct. Like like you have these these MCs and and they have charisma. And enough charisma that they have careers and 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 you you know they have a presence in their videos. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. And here's why I'm gonna stop you. DMX does not have charisma. DMX has a stick, which is his whole rough and rough and you know what? Rough One man's thing. stick is another man's charisma. That's I, what he's got. I think there is something there that people and I don't like think, to look at them. And I Honestly, you don't think Nas has a whole lot of charisma. I think Nas has a presence. Mm. And I will grant you this. I think a lot of Nas's presence is kind of like Rakim's presence, where it is really you're responding to the lyricism mm-hmm. more than the man himself. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, because what I was going to say is I think that's where the stumble comes. Okay. Like you realize that unless 
Nas is actually, you know, spitting, you you know, they shoot and then actually going for it, or you know, the world is yours. He he doesn't have a lot of energy. No. And and you know, and I think DMX whether we say charisma, whether we say presence, whether we stay, say his shtick, it needs to be controlled. Like, I'm thinking of something that DMX has, because, you know, DMX had a little career for a minute. Like, he was in movies, and he was never really my thing, but people like DMX in movies. Mm-hmm. And talk about damning with faint praise, I think this is his worst performance because you have this director that I don't think really understands how to control an actor, how to direct acting, how to how how to direct an actor. Yeah, um, you know the hype Williams visuals. I think a film filled with them is a lot, but I think sort of scene by scene, just the way they look, I appreciate the work that he puts into you know his lighting and and his. And, and I mean, you know, I mean, he paints a pretty picture, but he paints it, a pretty picture. But it does, he doesn't tell a story. He doesn't tell a story. That's why I say, from like, if you take it scene to scene, not even scene to scene, yeah, it's shot, shot. Like you exactly. take a shot, exactly. And and I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we you you uh, talk. This was his writing and acting debut, and you you said that this may have been his only feature film well it wasn't uh in 1980 1998 reading from uh wikipedia height williams directed his first uh feature film belly starring nas and dmx uh that was released by artisan entertainment he would soon uh, the next year sign a two-year deal with new line cinema to produce direct? and direct feature films. Well, you asked. His first line with New Line, his first film with New Line, Mothership. That remember that? Uh, no, I don't remember Mothership. Well, Mothership all. died in development. Okay. Later that year, he was he negotiated with um, MTV to develop an animated series about the behind the scenes look at the world of music and celebrities, kind of like you know taking them. You know, behind behind the music type of thing, but right. it was going to be animated. Okay, and that's and that was pretty pretty dope. However, that project also died in development. Then in two thousand, okay, Hype Williams he um, was work, worked out a deal with Warner Brothers to direct a movie that eh, didn't quite make it, um, but visually it was stunning, and that was Speed Racer. Remember the movie Speed Racer? He didn't direct Speed Racer. No, he didn't because he left the project the following year and the film was released say, the in 2008 by the Wachowskis. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was visually stunning. It, it's actually one of the films that I fight people over. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I haven't seen it, but I know. I, I've seen like bits of it. Like, like, like people hate Speed Racer or people will fist fight you over Speed because Racer. Because a lot of people do like it. And I'll fist fight you over Speed Racer. I love Speed Racer. Hype Williams in 2003 wrote a zombie horror film. Okay. Called Thrilla. Thrilla. Right, 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 right. Because you know Michael Jackson's lawyers do not play. Right. Um, that was then purchased by Walt Disney. Okay. They were going to produce it. However, the project died in development. Oh, I'm sensing a pattern here. And then in 2010, he was the writer. Okay. Hype Williams was the writer 
for the Kanye West-directed short film, Runaway. So, this was his only... (laughs) I thought you were about to tell me something. I'm telling you, the world caught up with Hype Williams. Hype Williams realized that there was too much of a stench to his name, and he changed his name to Barry Jenkins. (laughs) Oh, if only... You know him better as Ava DuVernay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be insane? That would be insane. But it's also not true. Also not true. That that also died in development. Belly is my second favorite kind of goofy movie to watch. Are you serious? Right behind Baby Boy. Belly is a film that at any moment, if it is on television, I will stop what I'm doing and watch parts of Belly. Talk about wasting time. Africa. T, let's go to Africa. (laughs) Mm. I'm telling you, it's Black Xanadu. (laughs) Belly is Black Xanadu. Oh, if only it was Black Xanadu. I would say it was Black Flash Gordon. But quietly, Flash Gordon always got. I always thought Flash Gordon got a, a, a got a bad a rap based on stuff that had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, but now see now Flash Gordon, like the, Flash Gordon, actually holds up. Quietly. The people are having fun, right? They're yes. having fun in that in that movie. All right, and and I, they probably are having fun in Xanadu. Okay, they're having fun. I'll tell you another movie where people are having fun, and I can't believe it. But they're having fun in The Last Dragon. They're not Here having fun in Belly. They're dead serious in Belly. They're dead serious this, this in serious And that's business. what makes this a mess. This is this serious business this in Belly. This is serious business, man. This 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 is this is yo, we on our way, son. <laughs> we on our way. Also, we're gonna send a positive message to the seeds. <laughs> man, oh man. And it's a shame. Because Method Man, and this is early on in his acting career, too. I don't know if this is his first um, film appearance, but it's got to be early. It's very it's early. in the first But three. in his in his role, he kind of uh, gets to play it both ways. Yeah. Like, Nas is supposed to be kind of like steely. Yeah. And, and Method Man has scenes where he has to be kind of steely. Yeah. And then there are some scenes where he has to be a little bit more over the top. Yeah. Or more gregarious. And he is. And then there are scenes where he has to be straight street. Yeah. And he is. And he is 100. See, now with Method Man, you have a, a person who that is him authentic. He should have been the lead. He, he should have. Man should have been. He should have been the lead. And it would have been nice to see Method Man. Even at this time, it would have been nice to see him in Nas's role. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because that yeah. would have been the, the whole the, yeah. the, 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 the flip for him. As a character, and I will say Ty- Tyrin Turner, who, who you know, as we said, played big, and and if you know him, you know him from Minister Society with Lorenz Tate, and um, he's a really interesting actor. He, you mm-hmm. know, he didn't really have a huge career, but when people interview him, he talks about creating this character. And he's big, and he's the the big drug dealer in Omaha, and he has he wears like this perm wig, and he eats banana. And it's it's again, it's it's another moment in the film where I think you're right. Everything in the film is dead serious, dead serious, dead serious. But then there there are these details to the film, yeah, that are just sort of surreal. And, and that is, I'll give you that. And yeah. his role is one of those moments where 
you're not quite sure what you're watching. But he sells it. But he sells it. He does get it over. And yeah. he yeah. has this kind of off-kilter performance mm-hmm. as this Omaha, Nebraska <laughs> drug lord. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I unironically enjoy. I, like, I, I actually enjoy I Turin enjoy, Turner in this film. I do enjoy him in this yeah. in this scene, especially the scene where he, where you can't help but watch him eat this banana. Right, right. I mean, it, he is... And he's in, I think, two scenes. Probably. He's probably in two, two scenes. Or two or three but, scenes, yeah. But there's such neat little moments where, you know, again, it's like, this is the most... What, what is going on right now? Yeah. Son, you know. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell belly to you. I do think. I can't believe you. This is one of your favorite movies to stop this and is, watch. This is one of. I, I will stop what I'm doing to watch Baby Boy. Like, Baby Boy will almost make me change my plans if know. Baby Boy is coming on. I've never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. You have never seen Baby Boy. I've never seen Baby Boy. Well, I'm not. I'm not that well, big of a Tyrese Gibson. Well, oh, oh, oh boy, I know what we're doing next week. <laughs> there you go, folks. There's, there's, no. boy. You know what? No. You know what? The old people say sometimes you have to sit still <laughs> and let the Lord speak to you. Because I'm going to just tell you. Because I'm going to tell you the next thing I'm going to pick. What I'm really just killing Tom until the 21st when Moonlight comes on Amazon Prime. <laughs> so that we can, do like, you know, I think, like, let's do, like, we've earned Moonlight. Like, yes. I think you and I have earned Moonlight. Yes. So I was kind of waiting. Like, I, you know, every other week we pick. And I was like, I got to pick something before Moonlight. But I don't want to pick something, you know, kind of really dense. Right. Because, because Moonlight. Yeah. And I said, well, what am I going to pick? Y'all don't know, but like before, you, you know, we try and like watch things that are accessible. So, you know, we do. We'll scroll through Netflix. We'll scroll through Amazon Prime. And, and you know, I knew Moonlight was coming on Amazon. So before we started taping, I was scrolling through. And that's when I saw Mother of George and, and we had this. The, but I was looking for something not Moonlight. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Baby Boy is. You might have to rent Baby Boy. But, but oh, boy. We are doing Baby Boy next week. Now, Baby Boy. Oh, boy. Is it, is uh, it supposed to, because it's John Singleton. Oh, yeah. Is it supposed to be a sequel to Boys in the Hood? No. Or is it only loosely a, a sequel? It, it's not a sequel at all. It's just, it's a separate story in South oh, Central. But it's a separate story in South Central. Right, right. Okay. Because yeah. it's like about 12 years after. Um, Something like that. Something like that. The only the only real connection between the two films is that Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother, the other Gooding whose name I can't remember right now, he's in it. Is, is that Omar? Omar Omar Gooding? Gooding, I guess, sure. Oh oh another Gooding Jr. Although and then you know, Ice Cube is in Boys in the Hood. And Snoop Dogg is in, is in Baby Boy. <laughs> well. F your cow. F your fort, little N word. Mm. <laughs> so belly, yeah. Back to belly. No, we're done with belly. So I assume that you wouldn't recommend belly. No, for no. any reason whatsoever. There's not a one. A peek into '90s hip hop aesthetic. No. Early Method Man. No. 
Terrell Hicks and no, not that much clothing. <laughs> no, remember Terrell Hicks as she should be remembered from a Bronx Tale. I would recommend Belly. I think Belly's fun. I think if you go into Belly with the right frame of mind, Belly is fun. Mm. All right. <laughs> so either next week we're going to have Leanne Lindsay and we're going to do Talk to Me or we are going to sit through Baby Boy. Although I'm just say, I'll, I'll just say it on tape. Leanne curves us a lot. Is she coming? <laughs> We'll see. All right. We'll see. Like, I feel like Leanne, you know, she treats us like. like but she does always support us. She she retweets supportive. the show. Yeah. She listens to it. Well, so. come on in. So the water's fine. <laughs> What's the question of the of the day before we get out of here? Uh, the question of the, of, of the day is: What is a bad movie that you enjoy? Okay. What's a bad what movie? What is a bad movie that you enjoy? That nevertheless you enjoy it. Yes. So, you know, in, in honor of our doing my favorite bad movie that, again, I've been known to say, I'm going to catch up with y'all. <laughs> the baby boy? When baby boy is on. It's really, it's, it's that real. Oh, I cannot wait. Who's the female lead in baby boy? Oh come on! Uh, I stumped you. Stop! I stumped you. How, how are you going to stump me about Baby Boy? It is, of course, Academy Award nominated actress Taraji P Henson. Oh, that's sad. you going to rape me in front of my son? Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> um, this show will be available for you, ladies and gentlemen. And AJ Johnson <laughs> plays in, in the greatest casting ever. AJ Johnson plays Tyrese's mother. Like all jokes aside, it's the greatest casting in casting because she plays his mother. It'll be available on MichelleMission.com, <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and every place a good podcast be, including on WPPM LP 106.5 FM, Philly Cam Radio, People Powered Media in Philadelphia and Camden, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. As well as available on the CLNS Podcast Network. Woohoo! All right. I'm tired. <laughs> he's Vince. I'm about to say he's Len. He's Vince. I'm Len. Um, say goodbye, Vince. <laughs> we'll see you when it's time to meet again. It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again. <laughs>